Okay, we are not going to do an intro this week. This is the 150th what? Spectacular. What? Episode Spectacular, coincidentally, kind of, sort of. That's crazy. Um, but again, we have two guests, uh, both of whom you were very familiar with, the co-host before Isaiah and I, uh, Austin and Tyler. How's it going, fellas? It's going good, man. Uh, glad to be back. It's weird being in the studio again, but I'm glad to talk some Wolfpack sports, for sure. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, I mean, hopefully this works this time because <clears throat> last time we I did know. this, I can't. Remember, I think it was like episode like 140 just didn't work. Yeah, I'll just like corrupted, and I think my I still think my hard drive's broken. Um, and of course we also have Isaiah. We are not going to be doing the weekly spring sports recap this week, so we're going to have to wait to use that intro Whoa, that sorry, Isaiah bro. still has yet to create. Um, next <laughs> next week, but. Today we're going to be talking a lot of Nevada basketball. Um, this has been a long time coming. And then um, we're going to uh, talk about some Nevada football because the spring game, the silver and blue game is tomorrow um, at noon. I believe it's on Nevada Sportsnet. Correct me if I'm wrong. It is. Um, and so it's like you could stream that from your computer or watch it on KTBN or whatever. Um, but anyways, let's start out with Nevada basketball. First, I want to get uh, – Isaiah and I have talked about it ad nauseum. I want to get both of your guys' thoughts on the end of the season. Um, what did you guys see? Did you guys were you guys heartbroken when they lost to San Diego State? Did you guys like the performance against Boise State? Just kind of start from there. What were you guys' thoughts? I mean, yeah, it always sucks to lose um, in the Mountain West tournament, especially when you know we pick up a couple wins and have some momentum. Um, but yeah, it's the the way it ended last season. Obviously, wasn't the best losing to. San Diego State, um, but honestly, I think it was kind of better than a lot of people predicted coming into the season. I think this team definitely overperformed instead of underperformed, and I think if we look at hindsight there, that's always kind of a better thing to do better than we all thought preseason. So uh, I think the season was, you know, a big two thumbs up, and then, you know, looking ahead to next season, it's obviously going to be hopefully a lot better. Um but, yeah, this team definitely showed a lot of grit, a lot of heart throughout, like, the end of the season, I thought, watching a lot of those games. Um, and that really gives me hope for this upcoming 2021-2022 season. No, I think it was a great year. Um, I don't think we could have had a – I mean, we obviously could have had a better year. But I think with the group that we had, the inexperience, um, I think is one is probably definitely a – um, best case scenario for our basketball team last year. I mean, beating Boise State in the Mountain West uh, tournament and then obviously losing San Diego State. But, um, you know, I think it, it's it played out perfectly for us. It was a perfect trampoline for next year's team who I think is uh, has the potential and has the talent to go to the NCAA tournament. So I think this year gave them a lot of experience and a lot of uh, time under their belt, gave the young players. Now they're going to be veterans. They're going to help out the younger players on the team with the transfers we have coming in. It's going to be a perfect mesh. Um, you know, Alfred at the helm with Neil next to him. I think we're going to be a very dangerous team in the Mountain West next year. Worked out perfectly. Yeah, I mean, I think they both kind of hit the nail on the head. We've been talking about it, like you said, at nauseum. Obviously, COVID really did hurt this team down the stretch. We are playing some of our best basketball before a couple layovers and kind of getting trampled by Utah State on the road, and then all of a sudden we're in the Mountain West tournament. So considering we held our own, you could say, within the Mountain West tournament against some of the conference's best teams, just bright future ahead. We're seeing Alford really start to make an impact on this program, and I can't wait. 
any three of you can take this next one. Do you guys at any point during the Mountain West tournament think you're going to beat San Diego State? Like, did you think like there's a potential for an upset? Because I, I mean, I'm not going to lie. I, there was, I kind of did. I had it in the back of my mind. I wasn't. I think I predicted San Diego State to still win the game, but I didn't in the back of my mind. Like, what if Nevada actually upset San Diego State? Like, what kind of? I mean, it definitely could have happened. Like, I, I, I definitely saw a scenario of like where we could have beat San Diego State, but, um, I mean, I honestly. It sounds like weird to say, but like it's it's not the worst thing that we that we did lose to them. Like we weren't gonna make a run in the NCAA tournament. We were just too inexperienced that we didn't have like it to make a run. So it's like let's lose to San Diego State and then like get like a little chip on our shoulders going into next year. Let's let's continue like this rivalry with the San Diego State team who's gonna be a top three team in the conference next year. Like it gives like a better like rivalry to the uh, to the game and yeah, I don't I don't mind losing them because I think it ultimately hurt like benefited us in the long run like they're gonna know they're gonna have that feeling losing San Diego State in the back of their minds and um okay but real quick why is was anyone else like completely blindsided that Zane Meeks left the program why don't we just jump on that right now okay <laughs> let's just jump on that was anyone else have you guys talked about that yet? yes, yes we have. you guys already talked about that so Tyler were, were you were you blindsided <laughs> Isaiah, what's going on? Let's okay, go. wait, hold on. Before, let me step in here. So Isaiah and I talked about this. We kind of talked about who could be the potential guys on their way out because um, we knew Robbie they had. and Kane were on the list. Yeah, Robbie and Kane were on the list. Definitely, but Zane was not on my list. In the back of my – I think I asked you. I don't. Yeah. I can't remember if you said yes. You brought up a bold prediction, actually, and you said don't be – you know, it may be Kane, it may be Robbie, and it could be Zane. And we talked about Zane for a little while, and just with the addition of Will Baker and a few others in the paint – it kind of makes sense. I mean, this team's going to have a lot of competition for playing time, and I think we always talked about, too, we're always in support of players bettering themselves in whatever situation possible, and I think that was the case with all three of them, and particularly Meeks for next year. Oh, yeah. I mean, Meeks is set up perfectly. Like, that team, him in that conference, um, it's going to be fun. I'm definitely going to be watching the San Francisco State-Gonzaga games for sure, see if Zane Meeks uh, plays, but... No, I I was just because I did I thought he had a role like I thought he, I thought he was gonna provide us a really valuable three, and I think he was getting better on defense so he can be like a three and D type of guy, and so the fact that he left I was like it was very interesting. I, I don't know. Because, the only I mean, right, you go ahead. Sorry, the only thing I could think of is that they saw Trey Wade coming and Trey Wade is kind of like not, not an extension. Yeah, he's not a shooter, but he's a six six like three four guard oh, yeah, yeah. that basically takes Zane's spot right. next year if you're thinking about but, like no, but I think they roster moves roles. that's why I, I didn't get it I mean that he can't shoot yeah like that's Zane. what Baker's yeah I guess for. that's true yeah, yeah. Will, so then we'll, the, the combination of Will Baker and Truitt so yeah <laughs> then we have kind of that that's the only thing I can think of that he saw if like he knew before right. everyone else or like he knew they were recruiting him right. um but yeah, definitely a shock. Obviously, I thought the the Kane and Robbie one wasn't um, like a terrible shock. I think we talked about like those are the two because we were over two, right? We were only yeah, over we were yeah, two. we were over two. Oh yeah, so yeah. it was like those two. I think that was the pretty obvious decision. Hopefully, like um, I know Kane's going to what UC Davis, yep. and then um, I don't think Robbie's announced yet, has he? Robbie okay, hasn't. cool. Um, but yeah, hopefully, you know they you know provide. You know, those teams with Sparks, you know, starting, coming off the bench, whatever. Um, but, yeah, the Zane one kind of, like, really, really 
um it's like tricked me yeah i know to like especially all the effort and hustle he's shown the past two years like playing all those minutes as a freshman and then kind of we see some growth in him in his like sophomore season and then for him to be out of the program kind of sucks but um definitely excited for kind of this new batch of prospects and transfers to come into as we see some good old faces leave and i and i hope he's able to stay healthy because if he i mean if he did stay um that would have been one concern would just be like all right how healthy are his knees like we don't oh yeah that was just kind of up in the air but um yeah it was a little bit of a blind side i think i did tell isaiah that like just like watch out for that a little bit i get i'd have to go back and listen though i also i think i threw a limb out there as potentially one Mm -hmm. just because addison's walking in the door and like you don't know how much of a role that you're gonna have especially since you got like such inconsistent playing time at the end of the year i don't think he's gonna play much but um yeah i think yeah kane and robbie didn't that was not yet those were my two to leave yeah do you are you guys excited for a potential uh Zane versus Nevada rematch next year because I think oh, yeah. we'll have San Francisco on the schedule. That would be that would be pretty nice. Would be <laughs> nice. I don't I don't want him scoring a lot against us, but it'd be nice to see him like play and like do well. Like I think, I don't know. I really liked watching him play in Nevada, especially um, obviously the last year, but like the year before that, the year prior when he was a freshman, seeing him like in person and stuff it was really cool watching him play. He had a lot 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 of emotion. So San Francisco State's getting a good player, man. So um, yeah, it'll be fun to watch him play against Nevada for sure. And San Francisco, it helps that they like shoot a lot of threes. It's almost like oh yeah, no, a similar it's a, it's a style that Nevada fit. plays. Yeah, perfect, perfect fit. Yeah, high tempo. Yeah. Do you guys think? I think ESPN came out with their first first bracketology, or Lenardi did a couple weeks ago. Uh, they were playing like ago. we're like the first four in, right? Yeah, we're yeah. F- first four in versus uh, St. Mary's. Um, do you guys think that's? I mean, you kind of already said that we're an NCAA tournament type team, but do you guys think we would? like be in that kind of slot or do you guys think we're like not in the first four or not in the last four i mean if you think about the recent one of or one of the recent first four or last four teams in ucla who made it to the final four it might be a good bidding for us as an 11 seed to sneak <laughs> in um but yeah i think even like seeing what this program's gone through in the past couple of years, getting back to the tournament and being like that early projection 11 seed is a good sign because we've had um, a lot of ups and downs the past couple of years, ever since 2017, 2018, we made the run. And then obviously against Florida in the first round, uh, the year after that. But um, I mean, anything with NCAA tournament, I'm all in, even if we're a 15, 16 seed, I right. love to see this team compete on the highest stage and, Maybe have a potential for a couple more upsets down the road. And shout out to uh, Mustard getting that extendo, dude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, he got the bag. Yeah, yeah, he did, dude. It all makes sense for sure. Um, no, wait, what was the original question? <laughs> <laughs> no, it was. Uh, do you guys think Nevada's like kind of in that last four in territory oh. if they're an NCAA tournament team, or do you guys think they're like, like, do you guys think they would get? A solidified matchup as like maybe a 12 or 13 seed right no i think i mean this can com- kind of play into like if we look like towards next year we'll talk about like the rosters and stuff um but this kind of goes hand in hand is like i think our like talent level and like our experience and everything the way we play our coaches i think we're definitely like, a tournament team i I, don't, I would even say i don't even think we're the last four in type of team like if we were playing st mary's granted i don't know much about st mary's returning next year but i would take us 
any day of the week against St. Mary's, our team next year. So, um, no, I think – I don't think we're going to be, like, a single-digit seed, but I definitely think that we're going to be a solidified to be, like, maybe, like, a 12 or 13. Um, mm-hmm. Maybe sinking to, like, maybe 11. And then that, that would be fine with me. And um, just not the – just not the um, <clears throat> last four in. I, I, don't, I don't think that's – it could be. It could be a realistic situation. But I think we're a little bit better than that looking towards next year. Yeah, Nevada in the last four and an extra heartbreak or an extra – anxiety filled right. game yeah so no i think we'll be good isaiah no i'm basically with the guys here i think by <laughs> i'm sorry i know it's kind of a weird throw actually going on but just um i would say just preseason i wouldn't put us in the top 25 just yet but that does bring up an interesting question i don't know if you guys read but espn released its way too early top 25 college basketball rankings you know who came in at 24 Colorado State. Colorado State, yeah. Yeah. I didn't yeah. even have to look at that. Wow, it was actually a good guess. Yeah, great for you, Matt. <laughs> Way to go. I mean, I have, I have Colorado State and Nevada in my top yeah. 25. Yeah, so. so it just kind of proves that the conference as a whole, despite their, you know, lackluster right. tournament performances in the NCAA tournament, it's still getting some buzz. So I really do think we're going to be able to push the top 25 real soon. I don't know if it's going to be starting this preseason, but as a whole – like you guys said, big expectations. We don't have to be in the top 25 to make the NCAA no. But even then, I right. think we could be nationally ranked. I think that will be easy. Right. So even then, I think that will not only help our cause, but just solidify it. No, yeah, I, I agree. I, I don't think we're in the top 25. I wouldn't be surprised for receiving votes, though. I would not be surprised for receiving votes. So um, something we can work up to. I wouldn't be surprised if we're ranked at some point during next season. Uh, definitely. I think Colorado State should start in the top 25, I think, for sure. I put them at, like, 24, 25. Yeah. Yeah, that I could even right. put Nevada in my top 25. Like, they have enough talent to, to be ranked. So, it's just they're, too early. You don't really, like – That's true. You just don't know. That's just a fr- – they're, they're, like – I think I've talked about it with Isaiah before. They're, they may not be top 25, but I think they're definitely in that top 35, top 40 rank. Yeah. I think you could make the argument on paper right now. It's like, holy crap, they're a top 25 team heading into the preseason or heading into this season. But like you said, I think it's just going to be tough to take over a team maybe like Virginia Tech or a Belmont who really established themselves last year. And just knowing so many new new pieces, so many new faces getting into this offense and getting into the team as a whole, establishing a culture kind of once again of what we are, maybe. You know, that's a big maybe heading into this year, but I – I think there's no doubt in my mind if we continue to play the way we have these past two years with the added talent, it's a big, big optimism that top 25 could be well on our way. It's also a thing where it's this is the first offseason that Alford's had where it hasn't mm-hmm. been such a big right. roster turnover. like and, non-co- con- and non-COVID, so they're able to see each other in practice every day. Right, and it's like so there's just that continuity there that could definitely benefit our case not just in the preseason or in the offseason but like throughout the season as the season's going on um because it's like these last two years i mean especially this last year he had such significant roster turnover we're kind of just sitting there Mm -hmm. with our hands up like hey like what's this team going to do like no one really knew there was a lot of unknown there now we have like right some known commodity dude imagine if uh, Grant Sherfield didn't get granted that year of uh, eligibility. Ooh, let's talk Imagine. about that scenario for a second. <laughs> we what do you guys think would have happened? We would have got three in the Mountain West. <laughs> ninth, ninth place in the Mountain West. <laughs> yeah. But do you think Literally. Dez elevates Literally. his game to like a 20-point per game score? 
I, I really like Dez. Like, I really do. I think he's a good shooting guard. I think I, I think he plays his role well. I think he can improve. But I don't think – like, there was times where, like, like I definitely thought that he was going to be able to, like, take over games, and then it never really happened. But, like, there was some there were some games. There were some games. Yeah, like, let me – here, you, you talk. I'm going to look up the stats. I think the, if we talk about Dez and if Grant wasn't there, I think the biggest thing would have been, like, consistency for him because mm-hmm. we saw – he was just like a roller coaster when it comes to scoring like last year um just have a great cup yeah exactly have a good week of two three games that he'd score 20 plus in and then he'd go you know three for 14 from the field the next week it's yeah it was just a really streaky kind of performance of des i think maybe if grant isn't there we see him kind of level that out because he knows he can't be as reckless with the ball not saying he was super reckless but i think there was definitely possessions where i saw him just kind of dribble up and shoot a random corner three um but I think yeah if Grant's not there I think he becomes a little more solidified in his offensive game um but I think Grant and him was kind of the best case scenario because all the pressure is not on Dez Grant obviously was pretty comfortable with that pressure situation being on him and I don't know if Dez would have been as comfortable being kind of like the primary scorer for that team yeah, and there was also uh, just possessions where, uh, I mean, you're right. Like, there's just a couple times where, like, Dez's shot selection is just like some of the shots that were just like, whoa. Like, <laughs> I mean, then again, like, Dez was also good at just making those very weird, like, contorting his body, like, right. off balance shots where it was just like, oh, like, that that's almost right. like a no, no, no. Oh, yes, you've made the shot. Right. Like, well, it's kind of like it is, it's kind of like a mirror of what he did at Brown, but he did like, he really did like some really. Good, he had some really good games, like right. like like Isaiah said that like Boise State uh, Mount West tournament game dropped thirty one on sixty three percent from the uh, from two point range, and then he had that uh, other game against uh, Boise State in the regular season. Um, he had that game against Utah State that in that loss, but but then he has other games where like against Utah State in the second loss that he had or we had, he shot twenty six percent from the field, thirty three percent from three, and it's like, so I don't know, like no one did well in that game, right? But like I you know what I'm saying, it's like he could he could have he definitely could have elevated his game, but we would not have been the same. Like that one two combo in the backcourt was just oh for sure, I don't and think. that's the reason they're gonna be one of the top courts in the nation next year. Like they're just. They complement each other really well. What do you think Kane's role would have been, Isaiah? I'm going to go to this on you. If Hypothetically, if Grant didn't play, what would be Kane's role? Oh, gosh. I think he'd have to see an expected role, and I think that'd be a big like pump-the-brakes moment because I do see him as a, a primary ball handler, just but not, with Grant. not with Grant. It's yeah, just too tough. Grant. We saw him, you know, we talked about it at nauseum as well, just the need for that third score, the need for that third shot creator throughout the course of the year and there was times where Kane really did pop but there were times where he really disappointed as well and that that kind of hurts as a whole but I will say one of the two things well one of the things of these past two years that's been kind of really cool to see at Nevada under Alford is prolific score you know you had Jalen Harris two years ago you got Grant putting up numbers this year I think one of the things that really excites me with this team which could you know bring up another topic is do we see, I'm not trying to say a decrease in maybe production on the stat sheet from bro, from both um, Cambridge and Sherfield, but just because we're getting so much more added talent in Baker, in Wade, in Patterson, that maybe they kind of take a step back and we become more of a complete unit because throughout the course of the year, we kind of missed that third option. It was always someone else. It was Zane. It was Kane. At points, it was Trey Coleman. It was like... There were some games where we 
Washington. Warren Washington. Warren Washington, especially towards he, the end he, of he the season. Yeah. Like, it was always a mismatch. So, I think at this point, maybe we can have a solidified roles throughout the our starting five and have even more depth. So I think that's one of the things that really excites me heading into this year is maybe more of a complete unit, more of a complete package on the floor. Right. No, I 100% agree with that. Yeah, I, I agree because and, – and it depends on what they want to do, honestly. Like, they have to accept, like, their roles. Like, if they want to have um, an amazing season, some people – I saw one, like, uh, college basketball account say that it could be – the, the sweet six it could compete with the sweet 16 run uh when, when we made it to the sweet 16 with Mus. um that's what people are saying like we have that potential so it's like we they need to take one at least one step back and let the third person like kind of work like whether it's addison um whether it's trey wade whether it's will baker like and then then someone's gonna someone's gonna pop off like and that's what's gonna help us next year is if Dez has those games right where he's shooting twenty something from the field, like twenty something from beyond the arc, then that's fine. Like you like, we don't need you taking those twenty shots. Like we can have someone else step up and fill that scoring role. But then when you do have those games where you're shooting sixty percent from the field, here's the ball like just take over. And that's that's something that if if he was struggling and. God forbid if both of him and Grant were struggling, we had zero people, like zero, no one to go to. So uh, it's going to be nice having, like, if someone doesn't step up for one game, um, we'll be able to have that third option, no matter who it is, step up and kind of carry that scoring load. Yeah, just kind of bouncing off what Austin said, I think we see it a lot in, like, NBA quote-unquote super teams, like where you always have this conversation of, well, um, you know, LeBron, D Wade, Chris Bosch are all gonna have to take a step back now because, you know, they were all primary ball handers in their old school team, whatever. And now you have to, you know, do a lot more sharing. You see it with like Brooklyn with Katie, Kyrie, and kinda like James Harden now. Mm-hmm. Um But yeah, I think that's gonna kind of basically boil or what it's gonna boil down to is gonna be if Grant and Dez can kinda take that half step, step back and let these new transfers find their footing um, and start, you know, scoring and helping with that scoring load. And I think those two are going to be more than happy to obviously take their step back because of just the amounts, you know, pressure and load of the offense that was put on them in the first place last year. And also just that having the extra third, fourth scorers opens up the floor for also Grant and Dez um, when they want to operate because it's like if – let's say Addison shooting 35, 40% from three, Will Baker shooting good from three or just shooting good from the field in general, it opens up the floor for them to operate and their pick and rolls and, um, and they're off the dribbles and stuff like that. So um, it helps not just the other scores, but it helps everyone involved. And it just opens up the floor a little bit more and hopefully we can, we're able to generate that. I think Grant Sherfield's going to average 25 assists a game. Because that's how much talent he has around him now. Like that dude, yeah. it doesn't have to drop like thirty points a game. Like he's gonna have like fifteen ish, like around like more less kind of games. Mm-hmm. He's gonna have like twenty something games. He's gonna have less, but his assists are gonna go crazy this year. Like he is definitely gonna be able to be like primary ball handler, ball handler, and be able to dish. Um, to pretty much whoever he wants to. Like that's how talented this team is next well, year. Yeah, like there's gonna be times where it's like, oh Addison, you need to get going. You haven't. Touch the ball on four possessions. All right, here, take the ball. Let's go. Yeah. Same thing with he did, but did it with Des this year. I mean, yeah. there were times where like they 
he deviated a little bit when he was on the floor, but it wasn't often. Now he's able to do that more often. And I think that's a luxury. No, I think you're right. And, you know, we talked about it before. Losing guys like Kane, Robbie, and Zane hurts. It does. But in retrospect, it's kind of a good problem to have because you're getting so much more talent instituted and infiltrated into this program. So that's that's going to be the beauty of this upcoming basketball season. And if I'm not mistaken, didn't Sherfield already lead the conference in assists last year? Yeah. Yep. He was like top, at least top five. So big, big teams. 20. 20. We're, we're calling it right now. And you know what? After... You know, your your predictions have been so on fire lately <laughs> that I may just be riding it. I may just be starting to starting to like really be agreeing with you on this. If those. he averages twenty assists, how many points would he average? Like thirty? Twenty ten. thirty and every year. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine. Ten, ten points, ten steals, twenty assists. Okay. Some Will Chamberlain numbers. Yeah. Um the only negative side I can see of having like all of this is um not like going into total like ISO ball where we say, Hey Addison, like like kinda what off of what you said, Matt, is like, hey, Will, here's the ball, you haven't touched it in a while. Like I kinda want that to be in like the natural offense because I feel like we saw it with glimpses of like the twenty seventeen, eighteen team where I mean that team was stacked with talent, obviously, but it's we got into a lot of ISO ball where mm-hmm. Caleb would just be on the wing by himself. Jordan would just be at the top of the key by himself. Um so hopefully at Alfred and the staff can kind of get him in the flow of the game where it comes a lot more naturally than just going, okay, Grant, you're ISO at the top with five seconds left. Um, you know, some more, like, creative play calling. Um, I mean, with this team's talent, the play calling and drawing of plays could be endless with coming off of, you know, the whole floor can shoot, um, the whole floor can drive, you know, just the talent we have, but... That's the only kind of negative thing I could see is just becoming a lot of iso ball, a lot of, like, um, one-on-ones that turn into, like, bad possessions. Over under, how many times is uh, Alford going to run that, like, floppy triangle set that Doug Gottlieb, like, talks about, like, the entire <laughs> game? Like, is he going to run it, like, 100 times, 200 times, 300 times? Like, as long as they score, I don't care. <laughs> as long as they score, I really don't care what they run. Yeah, yeah. it's just – Addison and uh, Dez just running off of screens the entire game. I mean, Dude, Addison's gonna put so many people on posters this year. <laughs> like that's crazy. I wish, I wish. Uh, well, no, I'm glad that Kata left, but imagine a poster on him. Like that'd be crazy. But yeah, who is the next defensive monster in the moment? Yeah. I mean, that dude could have won. Like, I'm surprised that dude didn't win like national defensive player of the year. Like that. Equator, like he had an amazing. Is that what, like three blocks a game? Yeah, like that dude went insane. But um, I don't know. I heard Trey Wade's really good on defense. I've heard that he's like a defensive like monster, but I don't know if he's gonna be like that. But yeah, he doesn't have a lot of like counting numbers, like steals and blocks. But I mean, that's not the only like like it, I, that's definitely not the right. only indicator of how good you could be defensively. Yeah. You could no, be yeah. bad defensively and still average a steal and a block a game. I read um, that somewhere that like he there's someone was just saying that he's probably the best on the floor guarding from like one to five. That's just what I read. But again, I haven't like watched any like any of his games. Switchability. Okay. Yeah. So what is he, like six 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 seven? Six six, six yeah. It almost just feels like dare I say another Robbie? I mean I think he's gonna be a much better scorer than Robbie. But like kind of no, that I role know. of like and he's getting rebounds Robbie, right? and um playing good defense in the post against opposing threes and fours like i feel like that could be like a role he carves out for himself could be, i still think could he'll be, be a better. much much better score yeah far better score and a probably much no, better no, shooter. No, me too. Me too. Uh, 
Robbie, no, I, I was just saying, I was like, could have been, it's probably like, honestly, like a better Robbie. But then Isaiah was like, but I love me some Robbie. I was like, me too. <laughs> me too. I love, I love Robbie Robinson. Like, I loved watching him play. Like, he had a lot of heart and he was, he, he, he like, really, I like guys that give effort. And like, that dude gave effort every single time he was in the game. So I like watching him when he was on defense. Yeah, no, he was, he was a, I, I really liked him. I think he's a great, like, hustle player. So, nah, I, th- I think like, Robbie Robinson just fits the mold of your everyday type of player you yes. need. He yeah. kind of reminds me of like a, a poor man's Trayshawn Thurman in some ways. Because oh, oh, Thurman, like Thurman was a lot more advanced offensively. I don't, but yeah. he knew his role defensively in a lot of ways and filled in a lot of holes. But he rebounded very nicely. One thing that like Matt always pointed out, and I gave him major props for throughout the course of the year, throughout the basketball season, was where is Robbie Robinson? He, there were times where he would literally be yeah. – did not play. Yeah. Healthy scratches and stuff like that. And I guess I kind of, like, showed the future of right. what he was going to be with this program. But it was really questionable to see at some points. That's why we had him as, like, potential guys out. And it, there's yeah. also – I mean, I don't want to be mean, but there's also times where it's just, like, you would look and be like, wait, Robbie Robinson's on the floor? Like, yeah. when did that happen? Yeah. Like he would check in and like for the first couple minutes, you just wouldn't know he was in the game because I mean he wasn't. Well, I mean that's just, but, that, but that was just like his. Pl- that was just his right, playing right. style. Like he wasn't gonna blow up the stat sheet. He wasn't gonna like. Right. He wasn't gonna do anything crazy on the court. Like he would, but he was a great like glue guy type. Like get you rebounds. He'll play great defense. Yeah. Also for the ball. He would do the nitty gritty stuff yeah. that you would like. Yeah. But again, there was just those that. times of disappearance. Right. Right. And uh, that's especially I'm this Trey, last. I'm hoping Trey Wade gives that for us for sure. Right. No, I think he will. I think he will. Hopefully. Um, how do you guys think the Mountain West is stacking up next year? I think this year could be really prime for the taking. I do really like Colorado State, though. Colorado State, and they're transfers no transfers out. Same they're team. building it the right way. Same team, bro? David Roddy, I think, David, coming back. David Roddy's, yeah. it's like, and I'm really excited to see that because... Did you hear that? Oh, wait, whoa, 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 whoa. Pump the brakes. I said... I said poor man's Jordan Caroline. Poor man's Jordan Caroline. Yes. Whoa, whoa. Okay. Watch him play. He is. Elaborate. Give me your Give me your argument. Okay, a force down low. Mm-hmm. About the same height, if I'm not mistaken. A little bit shorter, actually. So who is? Like two inches shorter. Who is? Uh, Roddy. Okay, okay. So that's even more impressive, right? The way he, like, rebounds the ball. The way he dominates down low, dude. If you watch him play, like, he is dominating down low. Just like Jordan Caroline would. You wouldn't think he was a guard. You would think he'd be. He, you think he'd play power forward, right? Yeah. But like he gives that presence down low, though. He doesn't really right. play like a guard. No, that's no. That, that's exactly what right. I'm saying. You right. wouldn't think he would like if you looked at David Roddy. You wouldn't be like, that's a guard, right? You'd be no, like, yeah. that's a guy because who plays power forward. Every day. Right? Yeah. Because and then, but Jordan, like he developed the shot. Roddy has a little bit of a shot, like, but you know what I mean. Like Jordan Caroline's came a little bit later too. If you guys remember early Jordan Caroline, right? You know what I mean. You know what? That's that's the one thing I. That was like the only mark that I was gonna say that separates Caroline was Caroline was somewhat of a decent shooter, but, but he developed it. He developed it later on, and that's a, I think that's a, another hot take that you can kind of side with in a way. He I just know that 70, he shot seventy nine percent from the free throw line, so I mean that's projectable. Yeah. I mean he only shot twenty eight percent from deep, so it's like right. those percentages yeah. are at least I mean, bound to go up. Just be, just yeah. projectable. Yeah. I mean the last three years with Caroline at Nevada. At least thirty-three percent shooting from three, right. so obviously a little bit more of a of a diverse, you know, offensive player. But to his credit too, Roddy's not afraid to hoist a couple up. I mean, he's twenty-seven percent last year. A, at least a little bit respectable, yeah. So, huh? 
Huh? Seven percent. Yeah, we're nitpicking. Yeah, no, no. I'm just saying, like, like their their roles are similar in a way, and especially the way he rebounds is elite. It's, it's okay. elite. It is elite. Yes. And the way he plays defense and hustles, right? Yeah. Very, very good. Tell me that if if I'm picking like a All Star like Mountain West team, if I'm picking a starting five, David Roddy will be my. Sp- all-star Mountain West team every single time because you need a person like that. That's oh, just agree. the same reason why Jordan Caroline would have been in my All-Star Mountain West team every single time. It's cuz you need a guy you need a guy like that will that will give you energy, rebound the ball. I'm trying dude. Are those Four parameters man's... for just this year like if you were to make it for just this year? Like the All-Star yeah, team. Yeah, yeah. So pretty much like, like just an all Mountain West team. But like if yeah, if like I'm looking at everyone's roster this year, mm-hmm. he's definitely I mean he's definitely he's going to be a preseason All Mountain West player. Oh, for sure. He has to be. For sure. He's gonna be one of the best in the league this year. So, um, but he's definitely a guy where you like look at him and you're like, I want him on my team, like every oh, every single game for sure. And then you pair that with Kendall Moore and Isaiah Stevens, everyone coming back. Who's that? Uh, oh, and Thistlewood, bro. Thistlewood. That dude pisses me off. I hate him. I Didn't hate we that dude. hold him to like zero points? I don't know, but I hate him. Like he's probably a really good guy. Like if I ever met him, like I, like you know <laughs> what I mean. He's probably a great guy. But I hate Adam Thistle because it's always like you look at him and then he like shoots it and you're like, that's not going in. And then he like drops he like 20 it, on yeah. you. And you're like, are you serious? Like Adam Thistlewood of all people. But I, if I can remember correctly, and Deshaun I think Thomas, we hold him. former Nevada commit. Yeah. yeah. Props, props for your Nevada history. Right yeah. <laughs> Here, I want to see what Thistlewood did against he Nevada. He did pretty good too, didn't he? I, no, I, oh, yeah. I thought it was zero points fouled out. Um, with like a few this minutes. One? Yeah. Uh, I hate this one. Don't bring him up, bro. I can't believe you just brought up this one. You, I mean, I didn't. <laughs> yeah, zero points, of one shooting in 14 minutes, and you fouled out. Beautiful. So that's a great one that game. That sounds like what my Both game. Wait, what? No, what? What did you do the other game? <laughs> no, because remember, Nevada only played oh, one game against Colorado one. State because of like COVID. Yeah. yeah. COVID. Didn't like also. Hmm. Was it someone? I think someone. Like someone from we had like dunked on him like year before. Oh, I think it was, one? yeah. Probably is either in the Mustang or the, probably it was probably Jalen. Yeah. yeah. Probably Jaylen, yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> but I think also like talking about next year's Mountain West kind of uh, talent. I think San Diego State has a has a chance to run it with with the best of them. Like their transfers that they have this upcoming year. Matt Bradley's Matt Bradley Matt dropped what, eighteen at Cal in yeah. Pac twelve. Yeah, and they're gonna be. I mean, and then Brian Brian Dutcher, like, I mean, he's right. Yeah, and it's like he's one of the he's one Please of don't if do not that the best. Yeah, don't he's, do that he's one of if not the best coach in the Mountain West. Like, he's um, the best coach in the Mountain West. Yeah, like, and you know what? And and San Diego State, like, I don't like talking about them either. So screw San Diego State, dude. They have Steve Fisher, who's one of the best like mid major coaches ever, and then you. You go and then you go and Brian Dutcher and then you're like okay cool so you don't have that turnover of people leaving to Arkansas and stuff dude it's just like, <laughs> I'm just kidding right no I was gonna say our drop off wasn't too big no, either no god no yeah um yeah no I agree Dude, I had Arkansas going. Just side note, ten, I had Arkansas going deep in the. In the we don't. We talk about. I, ha- I think I had. Podcast. I think yeah. I had them in like our. Like my like. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think um, I think I had them like elite eight or something. Like that. Yeah, they were. I think I had them in or my final four. I think I'm a final, final four. four. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. In my money, when I think I had them elite eight, I think I had them losing to Baylor. Yeah, they're gonna be good, man. 
San Diego State's gonna be very good. Someone just came back from Boise State too the other day. And dude, how bad is UNLV gonna be uh, oh, next God. year, dude? It's gonna be amazing. They, they had a uh, lot. They had a lot of people hit the transfer portal. Ten? Uh, no, their entire no ten. Basically, I think it went. Yeah. I think it went to ten. Yeah. I think that was the ending. Oh, yeah, that sounds right. Bryce Hamilton's gone. Yeah, there's no way. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. But, no, they're gonna be so bad, dude. I don't even. Moses was gone. It's cool that they got uh, what's nightmares? his name though. Um, what? Uh, Patino. Oh yeah. Or is that New Mexico? That was, no. Oh, wait, no, that was New Mexico. No, uh, who did UNLV get? Let me um, see. Uh, side tangent. Kevin Kruger. What? Lon Kruger's son. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That's I right. think that's a good hire. I think I, th- I think I think it's a good hire. Trying to step in his father's footsteps. Yeah. Have fun with that. Connections. Yeah. yeah. I had a random side tangent about UNLV. Did you guys see on Twitter they posted, um, their football team posted, like, where you come to, like, NFL drafts, like, where you come to get oh, drafted. Yeah. Oh, and someone no, quote tweeted and was like, they haven't had a player drafted since like 2000. Yeah. And then they pulled up the thing and it was, it was, it made my day yesterday. Whoever tweeted that, thank you. Um, but that was my random side oh. tension on UNLV. That's tough. Yeah. Well, you can't be posting that. Like, you know, you haven't gotten anyone drafted and in then like years. And there was years. that national media slander over their football. Um, yeah. The what? Yeah, the, the so UNLV posted a hype video of them at practice, and they're oh, all just yeah. dancing. Yeah. And yeah. there was like national media attention over like people That's were like, right. "There's not one football in this video." <laughs> <laughs> I just love when national media gets on UNLV, just so we don't feel like the bad guys. Right. It honestly made that one made my like week yeah, last, like whenever like it was like probably two three weeks ago, ago yeah. two three weeks ago. But yeah, that was hilarious. You had like all like super yeah. big accounts are just dancing on the field. Oh, no, it was good. Okay, back to basketball. Sorry. Or, I mean, we could transition into football. If you <laughs> okay, want. Perfect. Yeah, perfect. If you guys, if you guys we have anything have else? Yeah, All right, wait, wait, do you guys have, like, one hot take? Because I have a pretty hot take about this Nevada team. For basketball like, or football? Basketball. Go ahead. I'll, I'll think of one. Go ahead. Spit it. I think this team, I know we say it a lot. I know. Isaiah's already rolling his eyes, touching his forehead. Isaiah has no idea what you're about ready to say. No, he knows exactly what I'm about to say. I think we're, I honestly think we're Sweet Sixteen bound. I think we're Sweet Sixteen bound next year. I really do. Um, that's my hot take. Just, just throwing it out there. I can give my reasoning, but we'll be here for hours. So, Sweet Sixteen bound. Boom, next year. At least tournament bound. We're making the NCAA tournament. So, so fans could be happy about that. But my bold take is that we go Sweet Sixteen. Yep, I know. I know, man. Let it. Hey, you gotta accept. Matt, it. do you have a comeback? <laughs> See, I feel like no. So can. You guys gotta accept it. No, but I feel like. I respect it though. I mean, I don't even want to say like I feel like NCAA tournaments like almost a hot day because it's like I've talked to like people who like kind of sort of follow Nevada basketball and they're like, okay, yeah, like Nevada, like could be like decent next year. They could be good. And I was like, this could be a potential NCAA tournament team, and they kind of just look at me like, no, it is. Huh? Yeah, I well. I don't understand how it couldn't be, but. There's just a lot of new pieces. There's a, a lot, lot of, of – we don't know the schedule yet. Like, what if – I mean, I'm sure Alford's trying to load up on road and neutral games against, like, potential quad right. two opponents and maybe, but, like, a couple quad ones in there. But, I mean, there's just a lot of variables. But, I mean, this could I – th- I agree. I think this could be an NCAA tournament team. I don't know about Sweet 16. Um, Sweet 16. We got, we got a long way to go. I, I have my hot take, but, Tyler, I'll let you go. I have a hot take that I just made up in my head right now. I think the Mountain West has four NCAA tournament teams. Okay. Ooh, okay. I think we have. I, I think, think we have, we have at least two. Like two's a lock. 
two is a lock. That's why I thought two is a lock, two's and then lock. I was like, oh, I'll just double that shot. to make it a hot take. No, three is pretty four. good shot. Yeah. Four is a good good hot take. CSU, Nevada, SCSU, and then a four just... You know, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how you can say. Boi- I don't know how you can say anyone other than Boise State. Yeah, that was kind of what I was thinking. Who, just off the top who of my else head. would it be? If Leon can get that team over the hump. Uh huh. Oh, I mean, just a lot of them over the hump, but they might be able to squeak in a tournament. Actually. I mean, I we had. Granted, Boise State had a lot of players draft, whatever, leave. Um, Austin's two. out of there, man. Like. Yeah. yeah. And our, Thank uh, Ray you, J, Ray J. Right too, Dennis. Yeah. He transferred oh, yeah. out, right? Yeah. And so then, I, mean, he, I mean, he didn't put up crazy. Numbers. I mean, he's two, nine points a game. But he was still, yeah, he was still an impactful right. guy. Right, right. What's that tournament called? What's the tournament teams? What's the tournament under the NCAA tournament? I'm oh, blanking. Oh no, 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 above CBA, NIT. NIT. Yeah. Two Mountain West teams, NIT, like top like two seeds, Boise, Colorado. So that's a good start. Us oh. that are revamped. You're talking about last year. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, no, last year. Yeah, right, yeah, yeah. Right, right. Okay. Just to look ahead to this right, year. Right, right. So I don't know four NCAA tournament teams that I are from three. the Mountain West Conference. I think, three. I, think I think yeah I think a max of three just because it's like how many Mountain West tournament teams would have made it if like the Ivy League played because that's another like automatic lock and they didn't play it this year. Um, but mm. yeah no I think I think three is a decent number. Isaiah, what's your hot take? Do you have one? I haven't thought of one yet, so why don't you take yours away so I can this one's know, gonna discipline be bold. everyone. This one's going to be bold. Addison Patterson makes an All-Mountain West team. I like that one. I like that one. Yeah. That's a little bold. Huh? Three Mount- three All-Mountain West players seems a little bit like – seems like a lot. Who would be the other – I mean, It would be Grant, Grant and Dez. Oh, you think Dez doesn't get all Yeah. Okay. I think Dez doesn't get that. I think Dez takes a little bit of a step back. Dez takes the hit of right. Addison, Will, yep. Trevor. Yep. Gotcha. Yeah. So, but I could see Addison getting it. I could also see Warren. I could see Will. Getting May, it. Maybe. Depending on how much Will plays, I could see him getting it. Okay. Um. Isaiah is going to predict Nevada with a bad record. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Nevada under. I'm, I'm just kidding. No, I'm. I wanted to do something. If uh, the Mountain West had something. Defensive player of the year related for basketball, like we were talking about Nemius Kata. They, they do, right? Yeah. Do they? Yeah, yeah they do. Yeah, yeah. Am I dumb? No, no. Yeah, yeah. My dumb. They do yeah, got, got it, it, right? Yeah, we do. He just didn't get national defense. Ah. Uh, yeah. If I had to get like a screaming bold take and just jump on the Nevada hype train and be a fanboy, I'd say Trey Coleman, at least gets recognition. Ooh, I kind of like that. I kind of like that. I would jump on that, but. I, I'm I for that to happen. Just being a wing, I think you'd have to see what two steals, see, maybe a block a game. Well, that's that, a lot from a wing and from someone who's. That is just a stri- this is strictly defense. How much playing time does he get? And that's the thing too. Like, I don't like. I really do believe he's still gonna have a carved out a serious role. I mean, that dude was thrown into the fire and performed. Dude's made of something different from Indiana. I've, I I I talked with three of his former coaches. He's a dog. So if I had to give a um, a little like sizzle or whatever you call it, you know, hot take. <laughs> get consideration. I would get consideration. I don't know if he'd ultimately win it because those those um, awards are often dominated by guys down low, and for good reason. They better be producing. But that'd be if a wing defender can do it. That'd be pretty cool. Um, no, he's he's gonna play a lot. He's still gonna play a lot because yeah, he's from Indiana. And coach loves him. He w- he started 
like a lot of the season last year. You started, uh, I think, every game but one. Every single game. Yeah. I mean, so I'll yeah. Right now, yeah. No, I think I think you guys are right. Like he's so he's gonna play a lot. Like I don't know if he starts. I could even see him starting, but like I don't know if he starts, but he still plays a, a decent role. If not a six man coming off the bench, like right away. Yeah. Um, but I think he's still gonna play a lot. He he has a his game is gonna develop into I truly think one of the he could go down as one of the best, like for Nevada at least. Like like dude, the dude he he was not a sh- really a shooter in high school, and then look at him now. The dude is sh- sh- he's shooting at a really good rate, um, and he has a good like stroke. And coach is gonna get him better. He could go down as a really really good player. Um, what? Every game besides four. Every game besides four. Yeah. So <clears throat> crazy. Okay, so that was a little but, off there. Yeah. All right. Football. Football. Yeah. Uh, silver Football. and blue game is tomorrow at Ooh, noon. Let's go. Um, you guys have any like? important storylines i mean i know strong's not playing cooks isn't playing like but like what what do you guys th- what are you guys like looking out for i mean i know it's the spring game so it's like a lot of people are going to be getting run uh-huh. um but yeah what are you guys looking out for okay um i want to see honestly i just want to see the team on the field i just want to see them play um i want to see how much like better they got in the off season um i know they've been practicing a lot um i I just saw an article come out today. Kind of reminded me. I want to see how um, what's his name, Cole Turner, does next year. I think he's gonna have a huge role again. Um, could be like one of the top tight. Like he was already top three, what tight end in the college football last year. I would, yeah, I would say. Um, so like that's what I'm saying. So like he could he could cement himself as like the top tight end in the country, which is kind of crazy to think about. Um, like it could it could be it's a possibility. So if Carson has a year like he did last year, um, and then you know Cole has a year like he does this or last year, he has it this year, um, and then Carson's strong man, watch out for the Heisman, you know, watch out for the Heisman. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's that Trevor Lawrence Carson Strong yeah. graphic from last year. It's like what? Yeah. <laughs> um, one of the things I absolutely love looking for in the silver and blue game is um, backup quarterbacks. If you remember from two years ago, there was Christian Solano started the game, but who really made open eyes was Carson Strong, yeah, yeah. and he got a lot of burn, a lot of reps. So this year, I'm I'm a little bit excited to see a little bit of Nate Cox, just dudes, just physically built. Yeah. He's a very physical specimen. Uh, he's from what I've heard, he's got a pretty darn good cannon of an arm, and just to see him on the field this year, because obviously. Strong's going to get some of his reps, but we can see some more development from guys under him, and that always kind of excites me. That's one of my biggest takeaways is who's really, truly trying to see the future of this program, and you saw it with Strong just about to take the reins from two years ago, and I'm not trying to say that with Cox whatsoever, but just seeing that type of development and how are those guys um, learning under the tutelage of Mummy and Norvell, who've done a great job with their signal callers. So that's something I always look forward to. That's my biggest takeaways. Isaiah stole mine, so I'm going to have to think of a new one. Mine was going to be Nate Cox. I mean, that dude, we seen him, when we saw him on TV last year, he would, like, come in and everyone would know that Nate Cox was in because he was a (laughs) foot above all the linemen's heads. It was insane. I just want to see how he performs and, like, see him actually take some snaps and not just hand the ball off to whoever, whatever backup running back was in the game when we were up by 20 or down by 20. Um, Another thing is defense. I like to see how this – defense is gonna go is 
random off-topic question: Is EJ Muhammad coming back again? No. Nope. Okay. Nope. <laughs> I just had he to make sure. Yeah, it would have been. He would have been. He would have been Bohemian. He, uh, he could have. Uh, what's his name? From Iowa, the basketball player. Uh, or Jordan Bohannon. Jordan Bohannon, yeah. 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 He's coming back for his seventh season. Yeah. yeah. No, insane. Um, Where, like, the leadership is going to come from this year on defense, I know there's a lot of, like, we talked about, like, a couple years ago how our DBs were so young. Now they're all, like, juniors and seniors and stuff. So I think that's going to be some exciting stuff. I love watching our DBs play. I think they are one of the most fiery positions on the squad, them running around the field, lighting people up. You have so many hard hitters. You still have, like, Tyson Williams, if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the hardest-hitting dudes I've seen on this team in a while. Um, so that's one thing is defense. I like to see kind of who steps up as really like a captain and kind of picks everyone up when they're down. I think we have a couple people we have in mind, but um, to see it in action in the spring game is going to be cool. Um, and, yeah, and just see Nate Cox try to sling the ball around his QB1 right now. One of the other things that could be interesting is if Elijah Cooks is healthy, maybe seeing him return to the field. He's not. No. He's not playing tomorrow. He's not playing tomorrow. Thank you. I appreciate is he, is that. Is he playing the season, though? Uh, yeah, he's yeah. just still recovering from Damn. the shoulder surgery. Jeez. Thanks, Thank you. Appreciate it. But he is playing the season. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, and we get to beat Boise on the blue Smurf turf. That's going to be nice. Bring yeah. the kid. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, bring the kid. Yeah. But no, it's and it's. I I really like our schedule too. Like, we're gonna get that immediate test, that Pac-12 challenge, you know, against Cal, um, you know, away at Cal, and then K State. You know, that's not that's not a cakewalk either. They I, were tough this year. They, yeah, like they they, they, I think they didn't they um kind of like exceed expectations last year, and then they're like and they're returning a lot of talent this year. Our non-conference was pretty. Yeah. So. Uh, K-State, you know, Kansas State, that's going to be a great game to kind of get a, a litmus test for us. And then, you know, we're right at Boise, too. Like, that 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 first four games, like, Idaho State, okay, whatever. But those those other three around them, oh, my God, that's going to be tough, dude. Um, no, it's going to be a good year. I think I think we're going we're gonna to have a really good team. Yep. Carson Heisman bound. I'll give my, like, storyline that I'm looking out for. It's kind of bouncing off of Tyler – Tyler's. Um, Isaiah kind of stole mine a little bit. Spoiler alert, I have a piece coming out today for Mountain West Connection just talking about a couple of the different storylines. Um, and the second one, second one that I, <laughs> the second one I had was the newcomers in the secondary. Bentley Sanders, Miles Hayes, um, and his name is Isaiah Esisima. I can't say his name correctly, but like what are the new what are the newcomers in the secondary gonna be like? Like again, we talked about Muhammad. He's not gonna be back. Burdale's gonna be at the starting corner. Um Tyson Williams is obviously the leader of that back seven, or at least that uh back four. Um, like what's Sanders gonna present? Because I mean, I think Nevada Sportsnet came out with an article a couple of days ago talking about just how good Sanders has been and like you're gonna know he's on the field. Um like he's Probably going to be our second best corner, I'd say. Like, A.J. King was not too bad last year either, but um, I think Sanders has a potential to win that spot along with the other three guys. And, of course, Sanders is also going to add value in, like, the return game. I don't know how much they're going to use him in the return game considering, like, Jamal Bell and uh, Isaac Jernigan are kind of solidified the roles there. But um, this guy was an also, like, an all – not all-American, but he was an all-conference kick returner in the American Conference. Um, a couple years ago for South Florida, so I don't. He could 
potentially add some value there if they choose him there. But I just wonder, like, all right, what's that presence going to be like? And another one is just like, all right, who behind Dubs and Cooks like steps up? Like, not counting Turner because he's technically a tight end, but like, is it like Lockhart? Um, is it Tory Horton? Tory um, is Hort- it still is it Stovall? Yeah, like, Stovall who, and Horton for sure. Like, who's gonna Tory be Horton's that? Tory Horton's a stud, man. Dude, do you, have you seen Lockhart? Lockhart's oh, really Lockhart's good too. Really? Yeah. No, we have a lot of. I think we have a lot of pieces. I think one, the one, the one kind of area that I want to see the most improvement would be, um, like our O line was really good last year, but I think I want to take. I want them to take that like step up to be the best in the. Like, if we have the best O line in the conference, I truly think that we will be the best in the conference. Like, I think it all because de- then Carson will have enough time. Our running lanes will be there uh, for Devonte and uh, Tawa. Like, I think the the O line will really dictate how this team. Uh, plays next year so um but yeah i was just looking up uh sanders stats 94 tackles seven and a half for a loss uh two tds one for a pick six yeah um dude looks Dang. looks pretty good yeah yeah like so yeah that's 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 good yeah i'm excited it'll be a good season uh do you guys think we win the mountain west or do you guys think boise wins it we it's 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 us and them in the championship right that be. first four, those first four games are yeah. gonna. Take it will, it will determine how our season goes. If we can go three, three and one in those first four games, holy, do you guys think we could? Do you think we can go three and one? Three and one. I think there's a chance we go. I think two and two is like. I mean, anything can happen. Hell, we can go four and zero oh in those stretch. <laughs> right, right, true. You know I mean? I've doubted this team for too long that I think. Three and one. Three and one. I think three and one, and I, I do <laughs> believe this team's gonna win. What are the three? What are the three wins, and what's the one loss? <laughs> Oh boy! <laughs> yeah, we lose the Idaho State. Yes, Happy. full take. I'm with Matt. I think two and two is kind of no. where we're gonna sit. I mean, to come out the gates this hot, if we play Boise like middle of the season, end of the season, I think that's a dub. But we've seen this team kind of start slow the last couple of years. Um, I don't know how good Cal is gonna be. Like we said, K State's in one of the best football conferences in this country um even though they're not good in that football conference they still play high level competition um i think yeah i think two and two is kind of a where i'm at with looking at the first four but then after that i think we steamroll basically every other team um in our like schedule so hopefully those two losses are the only two we have on our record at the end of the season See, I'm tempering my expectations a little bit because I don't know how this team is going to play one on the road and two against like power five opponents. Like how we this team left the state twice last year, one for a bowl game and they didn't play any opponents out of conference. Like I don't know where to, like I, I guess I'm going to need to see the game against Cal to like, all right, this team could win the next three games or this team can win two more games. Like it's just kind of like there's a kind of there's a little bit gray area there for me. If that makes sense, it's just like I don't know what to necessarily expect like i'm not not saying they can't go three and one it's just i'm tempering my expectations a little bit until i really see that first game oh no i i agree um it's like kind of like even though we didn't really experience like heartbreak last year it's kind of like you know when you're like in middle school and you have your like first girlfriend and then you guys break up and you're like after a while like you're heartbroken but then after a while you're like you know what? I'm ready to get get hurt again. I'm ready to love yeah. again. I'm ready to get hurt again. That's where I'm at right now with this football team. 
Um, yeah. Like you, you know? get like that like, first thrill like, and yeah, then it's yeah, just yeah. like, yeah, something right. bad happens. Something. Like like you see Carson throw for like five touchdowns last year or like in a game last year. And then you're like, oh, that's equivalent of like, I don't know, middle school, you get a hug. So you're like the happiest you've ever been. You're like, damn, like Carson threw five touchdowns. And then you're like, damn, we broke up. You know, you're sad. You threw two interceptions. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they lose, they, they lose to San Jose State. Like, you threw that interception in the red zone. But then it's just like we didn't – like I, I, we lived up to expectations last year, but there's, there's room we could have improved, obviously. Um, Penalties. But it's like this year, this year it's like I'm ready to get hurt again. We are going to go 3-1 and one in the first four games. We'll beat Cal. We'll beat Idaho State. We'll lose to K-State. We'll beat Boise at, in Boise. On the Smurf turf. Wow. Um, but when we travel to K-State, that's going to be a rough one. I think we'll lose that one. Um, three away games, the first four games is hard, man. So, um, But I agree. I think I think we'll go 3-1 the first four, and then we'll steamroll everyone else. Uh, the San Jose at home, San Jose State at home, San Diego State away is going to be pretty tough, mm-hmm. um, that back-to-back. But we'll be good, and uh, I, I wouldn't be surprised if we get a really good – we'll probably play, like, what's the, the Pac-12 Mountain West Bowl? I think that's what that's what I predict we'll play in. Oh shoot, I can't remember. But that's like the winner of the Mountain West, right? Plays like the Pac-12. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I think I think that will be us next year. I don't think we'll get a higher bowl than that. But that's a, I mean that's a good bowl. It's for winning the Mountain West. So and I think we will actually get the first Mountain West championship in school history next year. Mm. I think we'll do it. I think we'll do it. I think ne- ne- if it's gonna be any year, God, yeah, it's gonna be darn it, it's gonna be next year. <laughs> Damn, nab it. It's gonna be next. I felt like if it was any year, it would have been last year since so many of our games were in the state of Nevada, but that hurt. That San Jose State game. That San Jose State was leave, crazy, man. Leave that just Ma- major props to sour taste. Yeah. Break up yourself. Yeah. yeah, well, yeah. yeah. But you're ready. You're ready to put yourself back out there. But now you're ready to, to love again, and you're ready to get hurt again. And hopefully we don't get hurt this season. So we'll see. Hold on. Isaiah's looking at me weird. MLB just banned Roberto Alomar. <laughs> Um, that's not surprising. Anyway, here's another question for you guys. Um, it is getting, 1045. You have a meeting. Yeah, I have a meeting in 15 minutes. Okay, okay. It's it's over Zoom, so I could just. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, um, but given we're going to talk, not talk a lot about it, but like on the NFL draft topic, because I know Austin, your Bears got Justin Fields. Uh, yes, sir. A, a pain in my heart. Yes, sir. Um. As a resident Super Vikings Bowl. fan, oh. hey, I'm excited with what Minnesota did. But anyways, on the topic, um, given the arm strength, just given the overall arm talent, given the experience that he's potentially going to have after next year, do you think Carson Strong could potentially leap himself into a late day one pick if he were to leave I think next he, year? Yeah. You think there's a potential? Like, what are the odds of it happening? Um, like, if you were to give a percentage from zero percent to one hundred percent, what would your percentage be? Day plus, one, like a, plus, like a late day first one. round day yep. one plus nine hundred. No, <laughs> stop. <laughs> I would say it's there's like a dude. There's like a fifty percent chance it could happen. Wow, fifty. Yeah. I think it, fifty. I, I think it could happen. What's stopping him from having a year like he had last year? If he if he has a year like he had last year with this schedule, he's gonna get taken in the first round. Playing in the Mountain West doesn't i mean and that's but, one of the things though as you see with know. more quarterbacks coming out look at zach wilson number Dude, two overall pick trey, he pl- lance play? trey lance ndsu play, you, like, carson wentz on, what, you don't have to play for these do, you don't have to play for these blue chip right. blue collar programs right. anymore a lot of it now it's seriously it's talent look at right. a completely different position Corey davis 
still in the NFL, still a productive wide receiver, Western fifth Michigan. overall pick, yep. Western Michigan. Um, stuff like that happens. I just, gosh, that's such a good, um, that's such a good question you bring up because um, I don't know the 2022 quarterback class, but I've heard it's. They always say like it's always weak. Was it really like Rattler? like Spencer Rattler, Rattler was supposed to be. There's a there's a couple other kids, but I've heard it's supposed to be Tyler weak. Slaw. Yeah, it's it's Maybe. not as not as vaunted as you know this 21 class yeah, where like, okay, four were taken. So you're telling me if you're an NFL GM and you see Carson Strong put up the numbers that he did last year in this schedule, even though yeah he plays for Mount West School. I'm, I'm not. Drafting, I'm saying that I'm could be a knock. That, that could that be a knock. I'm not saying I right. would knock him for no, that, but that could be. A I, knock. I understand, but I'm just saying, like, yeah, I feel like any GM really would like look at him and be like, he has the size. It's not like he's like a small or quarterback trying like putting up these numbers. It's like, uh, well, it translates to NFL. He has the size for NFL. Mm-hmm. He has the arm for the NFL, mm-hmm. and he's like pretty like mobile. Like he can he can run like. like if he if he gets pressured, like he can run, like mobile yeah, he, he's not yeah, he's, he's not su- he's not super no- yeah he's not super he's mobile, not but he's Mahomes, mobile enough to mobile. maneuver yeah, the nimble. pocket. Yeah. Yeah. like he's definitely he can avoid sacks in the pocket. Like if you're looking at him play, you're like, damn, like I want him on my NFL team. So I I definitely think that he'll get drafted first round if he puts up the numbers that he did last year. Isaiah, what are your percentage odds? Don't say something outlandish like five percent. I mean, I just think something outlandish like fifty percent is kind of outlandish, right? Like I can't. I would, I would put fifty percent. I'm, I'm gonna put. If he, put, if he has the year that he had last year, this year fifty percent outlandish. And I okay, you can't look at it, what he did, like, the stats. Right. You can't look at the stats in a lot of cases. All right, let's say. But let's, let's I like thirty. Listen, thirty. I'm, a, I'm gonna say this. So I love me some NFL draft. I, we, we talked for a whole hour yesterday about stuff. But I'm no talent evaluator whatsoever. So I don't know if he has the tools. I don't know if he has the tools to make it to the NFL. I don't know whatsoever in that regard. I'm not going to say he has an NFL caliber arm because someone smarter than me hasn't said that yet. I'm not, I like, I think he's made huge strides from last year. I was so impressed by his deep ball accuracy, his poise in the pocket. But I'm going to put the odds at 5%, especially day one. Three, three to three percent, and I'm not, and that is not. What about not a late a, day one, like, like a late a day team, two? A team. What's, what are you talking about? Gets drafted? No, I'm. What no. are the odds he gets drafted? Can I say I, maybe fifteen percent? I, I'm not sure. I don't know because, like, listen, when it comes to these quarterbacks, especially first round quarterbacks, you hear their name in your ear already. Right. Spencer Rattler, Trevor Lawrence, and Justin Fields were already at a high school, at a high school. like. Out of high school, they're already. But people were talking about Car- Carson Strong last year. People have been talking. about Have Carson people been Strong. like? Have, yeah, like, have, like there were like national graphics out of like, like like if you literally compared his stats to a lot of that like higher quarterbacks. Well, like, people were well, writing stuff about Carson Strong for this year's class. Right. Like what would have happened yesterday? Right. Serious. There were, there people were, were talking about that today. Yeah. The the top five, like he's the fifth best quarterback in next year's tra- draft. Again, there's a lot. There's a lot that can happen. <laughs> there's a lot that can happen between yeah. right. now. Right. And a year from now. I think all I mean, the speculation is just an assumption that he's going to do what this, like he's going to have a crazy year again. But we can't. But we can't, we can't assume that. We can't, yeah, we can't assume that. I mean, but if you were to, if like right now, what would, that's pretty much why I'm bringing up discussion. What Right now, what would it be? Sub 10% for me. And I like, listen, I obviously haven't done the research thinking like serious buzz going around with Carson Strong being an NFL quarterback. Oops. But one thing I do know is be. with the NFL draft, holy crap, 
when your name gets a little bit of buzz, you could immediately be vaunted. Look at Mac Jones. Look at Zach Wilson. I know they didn't get much hype heading into last year. Now look at them. The top, you know, second overall, 15th overall. Impressive, impressive stuff. And I don't know if it's so much. I, I, For me, I know it may be a knock, but you could throw a lot of it. Sometimes you could throw that conference out of the window. I think especially now in this day and age with evaluations, they just want to see you, the player. And I think a lot of that's based upon, you know, look at Josh Allen out of Wyoming is a good example, right? Like he had bums surrounding him he at didn't have Wyoming. Bums. He look at the look at the tape. He had I mean, dudes dropping passes. What? Holy crap. It was yeah, but bad. He was surrounded by like he they went to multiple bowl games when he was there. Wyoming was garbage. They were not. With Josh Allen under center. They were not. But it's just it's just like that. But I'm gonna look. I'm gonna. I'm gonna fact check myself. I'm gonna fact check you at the same time. But someone else can take that. I just. Yeah, I think without <laughs> without like assuming like like Matt's question like right here right now. What are the odds? I think Isaiah's about right. Like not assuming he doesn't. We're not assuming he goes forty and five touchdown interception ratio. Right. I'm assuming day one right here coming off an injury. I think a lot of people are forgetting. How's he going to respond coming off an injury? That's mm-hmm. very important too. Um, a pretty minor knee injury. But, yeah, but right. Like knee injuries. I want to see. Yeah, I want to see. Yeah, especially for a quarterback. And I mean, he's not super mobile, but um, I want to see how he responds to that. I think he'll have another good season. Like Austin said, there's no reason really right now for us to say, oh, he's going to make a lot of bad decisions and he's going to get overwhelmed and. Um, I think we've seen like the playbook open up the past couple years too, and I think this year it's going to be really amazing what he can do, um, making checks at the line. Hopefully we see that progression. But, um, yeah, I think Isaiah's about right. Right here, right now, giving his circumstances, I think it's – I think 15, like 10 to 15 is fair for like a – I'd say 10 to 15 for like a late day one pick, and I'd put maybe like maybe 20% in like – drafted in general right that, that that's where i was kind yeah. of around like i was i think i had like 20 percent my but the 10 to 15 talking it out sounds more accurate yeah no i mean and i hope he just balls out and goes like a late day one like sneaks in there i really do That'd i'd be love so, to see that yeah no i agree with that okay so josh so if we're if we're comparing apples to oranges here okay josh allen 16 touchdowns at senior year by the way they did win the bowl game at eight and five record but the okay. Didn't scream. Okay, so he had how many? So he had how many touchdowns a senior? Well, dude, that's what I see. To my point is, you got to throw away the stats with Josh. Like, dude, we knew he wasn't like talented. Any, any, any he was a freak of nature. Right. Throw right. away your your sixteen touchdowns. Your only fifty six percent completion percentage. Right. No, that's but, more than fair. But jo- than but fair. but I would argue that like Carson Strong, like he might be, like he he has the better stats than Josh Allen. He around has the same build as Josh Allen. Mm-hmm. Josh Allen is one inch taller than him. One inch. Mm-hmm. One inch taller than him, maybe like 15 pounds heavier, okay? Yeah. Josh Allen might be a little bit more mobile than him, yes. But I. But Josh Allen went the seventh overall pick in that draft. Seven. Mm-hmm. You don't think Carson Strong can get a late first round? It, 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 no, but it's all depending on, like, Does Carson just the, sh- the intangibles. Um, Maybe that's like how, it's, maybe it's all what evaluators say. Like, yeah, not, it's all what evaliators say. Yeah, yeah. yeah, and that's why I'm saying playing. that's why I'm trying to calm the jets because like, I I love me some some like football talk and stuff. You know, Josh Allen's arms up there with Mahomes. It's elite, elite. Like they're they're comparing 
draft prospects now to, hey, he's got a Josh Allen-esque arm. Yeah. That's yeah. elite. We Throw away your your you know your physical projection, your your frame. If you don't have the arm and anything on top of that, you're not gonna make it. And I, I don't like I, I do I see Carson that with Strong. Carson Strong? We've seen Carson Strong throw like sixty yard bombs, bro. Like and I, I still think I still think there's I still think there's like another level he can reach. I still think there's more. Yeah. I mean, and that's a good thing. Maybe that's a good thing. No, I agree. Like literally and this dude has been around Peyton Manning. Like he coached right. Peyton Manning. And he literally said that Carson Strong has NFL like uh, level arm. Right. No, I agree. Yeah. It's also like, do you think? Here's a qu- quick question before we get out of here. Do you think it's some of it's a byproduct of the system that Josh Allen played in compared to Carson Strong? Because Carson Strong, they're going to throw the ball forty times a game. Thank you. Yeah. Love Josh that. Allen is oh, yeah. with under Craig Bull. I mean, yeah. you're gonna you're gonna pound the rock and you're yeah. gonna try to take every second oh, off sorry. the clock. It's gonna be more pro style than um, what it was with. Carson Strong. Carson yeah. Strong defenses might adjust to him this year. We yeah, saw that sure. towards the end of last yeah. year. Teams were playing prevent against him, like the Hawaii game I'll go back to. He couldn't throw a pass further than 10 yards because defenses were uh, gearing up on dubs and they were having multiple defensive backs back there. So it's like it's hard to tell now. I mean, mm-hmm. I'm around, again, I'm around the 10 to 15% range, but I mean, that's an interesting 50. comparison. No, yeah. Either way, either way, he has a bright future. Like, if he's not gonna get drafted this year, he's gonna come back next. Like, he's. Yeah, no and, and I really think that he he is like a lock to get drafted. But um, no, yeah, it's gonna be either way, dude. Nevada football and Nevada basketball next year are gonna be insanely good. Fans are gonna have a great time watching them. Uh, I'm excited to see what happens in the spring game tomorrow, for sure. And uh, yeah, thanks for having us on too. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah, no problem. Uh, it's always yeah. fun c- coming here. So, a little nostalgia never hurts. So, appreciate it, guys. Yes, uh, thank you for listening. Uh, like and subscribe. Give us a five-star rating. Um, we'll see you next week with, like, four weekly spring sports recaps. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Isaiah's going to scream his lungs out. Um, again, thank you for listening. Too.